Welcome to Voices of Valor podcast by and for the men of the Legion of Valor in the Diocese of Springfield in Illinois. Legion of Valor is a brotherhood of Catholic men committed to growth in holiness through the perfection of virtue in cooperation with God's grace, with a shared mission of forming Christian disciples first in our homes, then in our parishes and communities. This podcast features conversations with men of the Legion, sharing our stories and struggles and strengthening our brotherhood and conversations with others who can inform and inspire us in our daily battle for holiness. I'm Mike Christie, host of the Voice of Valor podcast and a member of Bishop Paprocki's leadership team in the offices of the Springfield Diocese. I'm joined by our co-host, Father Dominic Rankin, Bishop Paprocki's Master of Ceremonies, Priest Secretary, member of the diocese staff, Chaplain of the Legion of Valor, marathon runner, soccer enthusiast, graduate of the North American College in Rome, Father Dominic, did you get a workout in today? Yes, actually, I did. You did? What was your workout today? I ran over to the sisters this morning to celebrate Mass with them and then ran back because... You literally ran. I literally ran because I will not have time the rest of the day to run. So I was like, well, I'll get in a short jog this morning. And it's it's supposed to be freezing rain the rest of the day, so I didn't want to run in that. Yeah, and for those uh, not currently in Springfield as we're recording this uh, episode, it's raining. It's like raining in 33 degrees. It's kind of the worst kind of rain. Way to offer it up for the sisters. Oh, well, indeed. All right, our guest for today is Tony Cervini. Tony's a member of the leadership team of the Legion of Valor. He works here in the diocesan staff as the co-director of youth ministry and young adult ministry, and as the director of sports ministry for the diocese. Tony's an educator and coach by background, having served as principal of multiple grade schools in our diocese. Tony, welcome. Thank you. I'd like to jump right into it. Sure. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Brady. Greatest of all time, yes or no, and reason why? I'm going to, I would have to go with a yes, and I think we're about to watch uh, another reason why that is yes. Ah, You think he's going to win? There we go. Okay. There we go. All right. Well, I think whatever he's already accomplished this season, just getting the Super Bowl, but I don't. You think, all right. So you think his getting Tampa to the Super Bowl is kind of the capstone, like that's enough. Even if he doesn't win, that seals it for you. Yes, even okay. if he doesn't win. I mean, everybody wants it to be. Yeah, you, so I mean, obviously, that, you want him guy, to like yeah. finish everything off. Like, yeah. if he's going to be the greatest of all time, you got to go out winning the Super Bowl. Right. But, I mean, even if he doesn't win the Super Bowl, at least after some months pass, you're going to still look back and say this guy has gone to like so many Super Bowls, led so many teams to the Super Bowl um, with varying amounts of talent, varying amounts of skills in front of him, he can still pull a team together and, and get them there. Well, my hunch is that we've offended about 40% of the public <laughs> already with our unanimous, because I'm, I'm going to concur, um, that uh, greatest of all time uh, and capstone, you know, by, by virtue of getting there, great if he wins it. Uh, if not, I think just getting there. Let's go ahead and finish the job with offending the rest of the public. Tony, <laughs> yeah. second question for you. Yeah. Notre Dame football is overrated. Why? I think that uh, question was worded wrong. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's very relevant. Okay, I say that because Tony is a uh, Notre Dame alum and enthusiast. No right? alum. Oh, only your Amber. sister is. Yeah. Oh, I thought you went there too. But you are a Notre Dame fan. Big Notre Dame fan. Yeah. Indeed. Okay. Sorry about that. All right. Here's what we're really here to talk about. So, in a recent homily, Bishop Propaki talked about turning down the noise so that we can hear God's voice. So I think the psalm in that particular Sunday was, if today you hear God's voice, harden not your heart. Yeah. 
and I thought, you know, as he often does, Bishop did a masterful job of um, kind of breaking that down for us. And, and he focused on first, if you hear God's voice, right? And so if you hear God's voice, you know, let, let's start there. And his observation was, we live in a culture and a society filled with noise, filled with distraction, filled with all kinds of information coming at us filled with kind of a social media environment that is increasingly polarized and, you know, kind of vitriolic and, you know, polemical and all those sorts of things. So, you know, his encouragement to us, and he got kind of practical in his homily, was if you're going to hear God's voice, step one is, you know, kind of dealing with that noise factor. So, Tony, we brought you in because we've had conversations about this. Mm -hmm. And I know that you um, you have kind of personally wrestled with this, as many of us have. My first question to you is, you know, reaction to Bishop's challenge there. Um, true statement that we have a noise problem. Has that been your experience? Yeah, I uh, was very thankful for Bishop's homily. You know, my my story really is, we'll go back a year, let's say, but really starting in March. Um, with everything that was going on, I felt like, in the world, and with social media, um, and the amount of information, like you were saying, that you could get, uh, gosh, I really got sucked in. Um, and then having a hard time processing it all when I felt like everything around me was falling apart. So let me let me kind of jump in right there with a question, just like at a, I want to get really concrete. So when you talk about going back to March of 2020, um, you know, lots is happening in the world. The shutdowns are starting to happen, yeah. you know, all that sort of stuff. What's going on? And, you know, social media is blowing up. Media is blowing up. My, my question, you know, is to get more concrete is, okay, so you're on social media. You see a particular, you know, either video comment or something like that. My hunch is that you see one of those, 10 more start popping up. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So, you know, talk us through that experience. Like, okay, I read this thing and I'm like, I can't even process this. Now another one, just like it popped up. Right. And it's going even deeper. How much time are you spending? Like, let's say that's, you know, in the evening after work, how much time are you spending kind of reading all that stuff? Well, uh, too much time. What, <laughs> what happens is with Twitter, especially where you will start a, you will follow a thread. Um, and then inside a thread, it will be suggested some other information. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, now I got to go look that up. Yeah. And what's that about? And then you got to go, and it's the rabbit hole, and there you go. It's a slippery slope. Okay. You just answered one of my other questions. You know, kind of your poison of choice, Twitter. Is that your main go-to? Main, yes. Okay. Yeah, it's... Uh, Father Dominic, you're a Twitter guy? I have an account on Twitter. I go <laughs> on there on occasion. Um, yeah, it's... it's um, I think you put it well, slippery slope. Like, mm -hmm. it's easy to just go on there and check and like, oh, did anybody send me a message? I guess you can do that on Twitter. And then also see some of the highlight posts from friends or whatever. And the problem is, I mean, especially on Twitter, it's so short form that like you have mm -hmm. no chance of getting kind of uh, a full conversation with someone. So they post just like, you know, an article link and like, you know, a one sentence, their summary of it, right? Which you get that thrown in your face, you're, you don't know how to take it from that person or even when you dig into that, you know, article or whatever, then suddenly you're, you're trying to wrestle with all the material that's there, some of which you're agreeing with, some of which you're not, right? So now you're, you're like, you know, up go the barriers, you know, mm -hmm. you've got some anger maybe mixing in, um, and then back you go to Twitter, you know, you, now, now you tweet that same article and you, you post a, a different comment or whatever, and then you see the chain of, of comments stringing down, 
as different people disagree and you know throw back and forth uh, against each other it just it just keeps feeding into that cycle of um getting frustrated with yourself getting angry with you know this person or that article or this situation um and then off you go to do research which usually is just fine except in this case it's just throwing fuel on the fire well and okay let me let me kind of go back to tony on that question which is you know there's the surface dimension of the however many characters it's limited to, right? Mm-hmm. Which basically is I'm going to throw a bomb, a grenade out there, and, you know, that creates an impression, and then the next one, and, and so forth. Sometimes those are linking to articles. Are you going in, diving in, reading the articles behind the comments? Yeah. For So for me personally, um, I uh, Joe Schmo's opinion I'm not worried about. Mm-hmm. I, that doesn't, I'm not, that's what doesn't work me up. It's when they I'm looking at articles – uh, videos of media coverage. Media yeah, coverage. totally. Okay. Yes. Or like the trending Exi- topics, and you're like, ah. yes. <laughs> and so um, when, and that's what really frustrates me because I always think, who cares about what somebody says who's living in a different state far away? It's Interesting. Just, that doesn't bother me. What bothers me is I think when, that does bother some people. Oh, absolutely. Just, yeah. Know, I think people get really amped up about you know but trying I, to win the argument. Another thing is, I wouldn't say that I uh, I don't comment i don't post things i don't so that's not so you're observing i'm gonna yes absolutely observing and that's where i go to get information Hmm. because i don't watch the news i just but see well is it twitter it's a tricky little thing they're like slogan is it's what's happening or it's what's i think it's it's what's happening and you're like so so is are you saying that the only thing that's happening is they're in front of you on twitter Mm -hmm. i think that's a like it's a it's a Valid question. You yeah. know, you go there for the news. You expect to get kind of a, a fair, you know, like take on what's happening out there, but you come away with just like little mm-hmm. snippets. Yeah. What's what's really um, unsettling was throughout the year 2020, uh, so many things going on that, you know, getting sucked into it for so many hours a day, and then as well as being really worked up, and also. Um, if somebody makes a comment about something, and and the night before I spent two hours diving really deep into it, so like, well, let me tell you what's going on, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. and, uh-huh. and that's how I felt, and so it's just a, a really rough, and then, um, so all right, two things there. Yeah. I want to just kind of make sure I'm not, you know, misinterpreting or kind of imposing my own view on this. I think I heard you say two things. One is it affects your disposition, mm-hmm. affects your mentality, affects your view and it affects your interactions, right? Was that fair? So fair. like, I think, you know, what you said is, you know, I saw this, I spent so much time digging into it last night, I got really aggravated by it. Now I encounter somebody in the, in the morning who mm-hmm. innocuously brings up a topic related to that and mm-hmm. like, bam, right? right? Yes. It makes you kind of like, you know, your finger's on the trigger and you don't even realize it. Exactly, yep. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. And um, so I've been, you know, for a whole year. And then also it's like, you know, 2020 was supposed to be a year of, uh, for me focusing on my health mm. and it seemed like what I was feeding my mind was affecting the what I was feeding my body literally physically physically hmm. yeah and so it really we started in January and we started with you know like bishops homilies and mm-hmm. and I really had to take a step back um, it really hit home and I think and I'm not the only guy I feel like maybe in this position. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of guys out there that are, are stuck in this. That's why we have you here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. So, no, this is a. And so uh, with Bishop's homily, it's to really have to step back and be like, 
oh, this isn't, you've got yourself in a, in a bad spot here. Well, and, and let's go back to the homily you're referring to is, um, I think that was from the baptism, baptism of the Lord, yep. if anybody wanted to, yep. to yep. look yep. it up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still yep. out on the web. And that was the one where he kind of famously, and it got national attention. He was in the National Catholic Register. He was on relevant radio. He was kind of all over the place on this was kind of a provocative question. If you voted for Joe Biden, can you say that you love Trump and his supporters? Right. If you voted for Trump, can you say that you love Joe yeah. Biden and his supporters? It was kind of that the theme of love your love your enemy and what does love mean, willing the good of the other. And, you know, so then we kind of in the Legion of Valor unpack that quite a bit. Yeah, like, for oh, sure. Oh, boy, because I think a lot of us probably had a hard time answering that question. Even Bishop has said he's heard honestly from a lot of people who wrote to him and said, no, I can't. I can't. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. That's a, that's a tough thing. It is a tough thing. Um, it, and also with the um, the Voices of Valor that we have on our website, the uh, Prisoners of the Moment, January 13th. Mm-hmm. And I thought that particular post. That particular post hit really hard for me was, you know, are you a prisoner of going into these situations and moments on Twitter or whatever that is being fed into you and, and, and you're feeling like you you have to react to it because if you don't, then, you know, it's... Well, it sort of feels like you haven't lived up to the, I, I don't know, some kind of uh, courage or, or just like self... Um, you know, you're like, okay, somebody confronts me with something that's problematic, evil, difficult, challenging, whatever. You want to respond to that. You're like, I, as, as a man, I yes. can't just let that slide by, right? Exactly. But the problem is that it, it comes up straight against the fact that we're called to love our enemies. Yes. And you're like, and if you throw yourself willy-nilly into all of this turmoil, you're not going to come out the other side loving very many people. Mm, you know, right. it's going to, it's going to um, throw you off track of that, like, you know, the, the Lord's first commandment, love God, love neighbor. Um, we allow kind of a subordinate kind of good, yank us off of that, that main track and get that good itself, that zeal, that courage, whatever, uh, distorted in the process. Yeah, it was very humbling because, I mean, I know it's tough and a lot of guys don't want to go down that road, but you really need to. It's but it's not just a one day. It's no. It's taken it's like, me several weeks uh, to just like step by okay, step. Yep. How am I going to be able to do this and actually for it to last um, and not go back down that road where I was feeding my mind, you know, with things that were frustrating me and so Bishop's homily and of course our uh, posts that we've been doing in January just were exactly what I needed and I didn't know that until yeah. mm. I read it and I yeah. thought. So I would love to dig a little bit deeper into um, that. Okay, now you're aware. I'd like to unpack, okay, what are you doing like the day by day, that kind of thing. Unfortunately, we're out of time. So much more we want to talk about. I'd like to have you back for our next episode. Absolutely. Sure. If if we're not uh, overstaying our welcome with you or imposing (laughs) whatever it is. Father Dominic, for, for today, would you mind closing us in prayer? Yeah, of course. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, we come before you today. We entrust our lives and our day, all those that you've placed in our care, into your care, into your hands. We ask that you would continue to fill us with your grace, to continue to call us to follow after you in carrying our own crosses and trotting the steps that you've taken ahead of us. We pray for the courage and the zeal and the love this day to do your will. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And And with with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son 
and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. Amen. Amen. Onward, brothers. And upward.